two, that was the Women's Week that was the roundup of the WRN News Review, 1st of July 2023. It's been another busy week, but in this review, we keep our focus on sport and then take a look at what's happening in the courts. Summer of Sport, the campaign continues. Please help by liking and amplifying our tweets. You can follow the Twitter hashtag Summer of Sport for the latest updates. Following the visible WRN presence at the Henley Regatta, our very own Jane Sullivan was interviewed for an article on the site heartheboatsing.com. It's entitled Henley Women's Regatta and Saving Rowing for Women. And finally, the media is beginning to realise that there is something very wrong happening in women's sport. The brave Olympic swimmer, Sharon Davies, was interviewed by the BBC for Women's Hour. Astonishingly, it's the first time they've tackled this subject. You can listen to Sharon's interview over on the BBC Women's Hour website, where she talks about her new book, Unfair Play and why she is so angry about men cheating in women's sport. And during the Women's Ashes, our wonderful WRN members expressed their concerns outside Trent Bridge, and we want to say well done to WRN Derbyshire and staffs, who were pleased to report their interaction with the public received lots of positive engagement and agreement. Meanwhile, women up and down the country are letting Parkrun know what we think of their policy of self-ID. We've been writing to Parkrun, wearing t-shirts and handing out leaflets. You can buy any of the wonderful Save Women's Sports and Save Women's Parkrun t-shirts over at violetvend.com. Make your way to your nearest Parkrun and do your bit to save women's sport. From sport to court. Good news for Maya. In 2022, Maya Forstatter won her case at an employment tribunal, establishing in law that gender-critical views were worthy of respect in a democratic society, a very important ruling for sex-realist women. This Friday brought some more good news, with Maya granted a substantial sum in compensation from her previous employer, including a punitive sum for the way they spoke about the case and misrepresented the judge's views. You can read more on Maya's website, forstatter.com. Success for Denise. Earlier this week, there was good news for Denise Farmy, who took her employer, the Arts Council, to an employment tribunal after she claimed she was harassed at work for her gender-critical beliefs. By a unanimous decision, the tribunal panel agreed she had indeed been harassed at work. Her compensation payment will be decided at a later hearing. Denise's harassment began when she questioned why funding to make a film had been withdrawn from the LGB Alliance. Unsurprisingly, Bev Jackson from the Alliance was one of the first to offer her congratulations to Denise. The LGB Alliance also issued a statement calling for a change of leadership at the Arts Council and for their film's funding to be restored. WRN congratulates Denise for pursuing and winning her case. Another important victory for sex-realist women. You can read the statement issued by her law firm, 
did law and further details on the Tribunal Tweets site. And there are many other court cases in the pipeline. The makers of the film, Adult Human Female, are taking the Universities and College Union, UCU, to Employment Tribunal for unlawfully discriminating against us because of our protected gender-critical beliefs. You can read more about this case on the Crowd Justice crowdfunding site In Defence of Academic Freedom. WRN stands right behind this action. There are numerous other women and some men taking their discrimination cases through the courts. You can read Peter Daly's Twitter thread for a description of some of them. The Scottish Government will go to court in September in an attempt to overturn the UK Government's block to their gender self-ID bill. You can read more in the Scottish Herald. Obviously, we hope the Scottish Government loses this one and are disappointed they are wasting more public money on pursuing their dangerous aim of self-ID. And this week, WRN members listened to a Zoom session where the courageous feminist campaigner Raquel Rosario Sanchez spoke of her experience when she came under targeted harassment at Bristol University, where she was studying for a PhD. Raquel took the university to court, but ultimately lost her case, because the court decided the university did not have a duty of care towards its students, somewhat to everyone's astonishment. The judge made it clear, however, that Raquel had been subjected to violent, threatening, intimidating behaviour or language, and that the university management had dealt with the situation poorly. You can read more about the case on Raquel's website, raquelrosariosanchez.com. Thank you, Raquel, for a fascinating and enriching conversation. You may have lost your case, but you brought the bullying behaviour of anti-women activists to the attention of the country and helped change public opinion. And finally, in case you were in any doubt, the BBC is so thoroughly captured by anti-women activists, they have spent licence fee payers' money on an eight-part series about a man who identifies as a girl. We agree with Suzanne Moore when she says the BBC cannot be all things to all men, but it is increasingly irrelevant to this woman, that's for sure. You can read her article in The Telegraph, I long defended the BBC. Don't forget, you can always write to the BBC and tell them what you think. And there will be much more to come from WRN. Not least of all, 8th of July, Global Women's Day. In the meantime, there are lots of ways to support the WRN. You can donate on the website. You can buy the merch at Violet Vend and there will be brand new Global Women's Day merch dropping on the 8th of July. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our podcast, buy our postcards, follow us on social media, sign up to our mailing list and forward emails to interested friends and family. And don't forget, courage calls to courage everywhere. Everywhere.